Hi, and welcome to the Wise Healthy Bites podcast. I'm Beth. And I'm Catherine. With a combined 27 years of experience as registered dietitians, we're here to share real-life nutrition tricks and lifestyle tips that we hope will inspire you to make healthful choices in the aisles of the supermarket and in life. This is episode number four, Be a Savvy Snacker. And on today's episode, we're sharing our top three tips to make the most of your snacks. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We are so glad you're joining us here on episode number four of our podcast. And if you haven't listened to episodes one through three, be sure to go back and take a listen, uh, maybe invite a friend and listen to that together. Um, So today we are talking about my personal favorite thing ever, and that would be snacks. I know Beth agrees. (laughs) Of course, I'm over here (laughs) nodding my head furiously. Love the snacks. Yes, we sure (laughs) do. So really, we're just going to jump right in and talk about what we think are kind of the two biggest benefits of snacking. So, and really we're going to talk about what we think is kind of the perfect snack, but everybody has their own sort of go-to or favorite thing. Um, But when snacking is done right, really it gives us energy. Mm -hmm. Um, It contributes nutrients to our body. And in fact, there is research that shows that snacking is related to greater intakes of essential nutrients. So, and that includes um, folic acid, calcium, magnesium, iron, potassium. Um, So really important there. And secondly, and I think what is kind of the most important benefit and the main reason people snack is that you're hungry between meals. It's not quite time for your next meal yet. So you have a little snack and it helps you kind of get through. Um, So eating those small, you know, sensible bites um, really helps to keep your blood sugar stable, keep your energy up between meals. Um, Because we know that when your blood sugar gets too low, you get tired and you kind of get that term we call hangry. I was going to say, we've got to use that term. In here somewhere. I know. So the hungry, angry combination. Exactly. And we've all you experienced that. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then really, you may end up overeating later. So, in the end, it can really help for some weight control if you're just kind of keeping that blood sugar stable with those, with, you know, snacks between meals. And really, today, snacks is where the trend is at, right? Right. You're exactly right. And really, I think the idea of three square meals a day, which now sounds so outdated yeah, when I does. even just say that, um, you know, that really is old news. Now it is just people are eating more small, frequent meals throughout the day. For one, it's a little bit more convenient. People are on the go. They're running around. It's a little bit easier to maybe grab a snack that's nutritious and balanced versus sitting down and actually eating a meal or preparing a meal. Um, And really, the the kind of data does show some of those things. So most folks now are really leaning towards snacking and grazing throughout the day. Um, So about 90% of people, which of course is about everybody, um, you know, snacks at least once a day. And when we're snacking, it's for a variety of reasons of course. So 30% of us are snacking because we're hungry and it's not quite time for the next meal. So I'm raising my hand. Yep, me that too. would be me. Um, 25% of us snack because we're bored. Again, I also would totally agree also, that yep, would happen yep, yep. periodically. Um, you know, or sometimes I find myself wanting to grab a snack if I'm, you know, stuck on something if I need like a little bit of like a redirection if I need like if I'm stuck with like a writer's block or I just kind of like need a minute sometimes I'll grab a snack Um, and of course 16% of us snack because we're stressed again yeah have a lot on your plate exactly yeah it's just kind of something you might like turn to um, which we'll address these a little bit more detail too and like how to make snacks work for you in those scenarios and I feel like you know we 
both of us raised our hand for all of those categories. So yeah. we could all fit into those on any given day. But uh, here's also a fun fact. So 65% of snacking happens after lunch. And 3 p.m. is the most popular snack time. And that is so me. Like, Agreed. I, like, reach for a snack in the afternoon. And lo and behold, I look at the clock and it is, like, right around 3 o'clock. Um, and I also usually have a morning snack around, like, 10 or 11 because I know I'm just going to be too starving when it comes to lunchtime. But that's, that's when I snack. When yeah. do you snack? Well, I mean, I feel like you could almost set a clock by, like, my snacking habits as well. So it is right around that, like, mid-morning time frame. Um, and then also mid-afternoon where I start to, again, feel a little bit tired. Yeah. And the day is kind of, like, maybe going out longer or right. see a little, yeah. like, energy boost. Um, and I think you've even, like, uh, joked with me about, like, you can hear the almond jar. Oh, yeah. Like, I know when like best having a snack. Yeah. Look at your watch. Well, it's 10 o'clock. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would agree. It's, like, right around that time. And for me, honestly, I'm more consistent I think with snacking snacking during the work week where oh, it's a more yeah. structured schedule the weekend might vary yeah. at least it does for me um, right. so then maybe there's a little bit less snacking or it's kind of snacking in a different way because yeah. you know, it's like a social thing yeah. um, but so the good news is yeah that one third of people that say you know when they're snacking they're choosing healthier foods this year than they were last right. year so what are we when we are thinking about a healthy snack what do we think of Oh, that's a loaded question. Um, and, you know, and I think, again, snacking kind of means something different to everybody. And so we're really kind of focusing on what snacking down right looks like. Right. The components. Um, exactly. Um so, yeah, three tips that you really can kind of apply to making and building a healthy, satisfying, energizing snack. And, you know, I think they're really kind of straightforward and obvious. Yeah. So pumping up the protein. Mm -hmm. So that could be including, um, you know, protein sources from, you know, nuts or seeds or, um, you know, something like uh, a plant-based source of protein. Uh, maybe like roasted chickpeas, of mm -hmm. course, yogurt or cheese, something mm -hmm. like that would be another source of protein. Filling up on fiber. So fiber and protein, really, they are just kind of like a match made in heaven when they it really comes are. to satiety and really filling your belly and making you feel full. Um, so choosing a fiber rich kind of fruit or vegetable potentially and snacking really is a great opportunity to increase Get those your fruits fruit and vegetables vegetable intake. In, for sure. Uh, and just like you said earlier with getting some of those different nutrients. So elevating your fruit and vegetable intake, also your intake of whole grains. So, you know, again, uh, fruits or vegetables, maybe whole grain crackers, even a slice of whole grain toast. I mean, yeah. could be a, a source of a good snack. And watching for added sugar. So I think this is where maybe folks that aren't prepared and planning ahead of time might get tripped mm. up so that if you're hitting the vending machine or you're swinging through the convenience store, you know, you're grabbing something on the go, that might be where you inc include more added sugars uh, in that snack versus right, some more like right. wholesome types of foods. And we do know that in general, Americans are getting too much of those added sugars in their diets. But the good news here is that Soon, added sugars are going to be easier to identify on the Nutrition Facts panel. And and we you see some foods now that have it. So underneath total sugars, you're going to see a line for added sugars. So all manufacturers are going to need to comply to this rule by 2021. Because you really can't tell when you're looking at a product now if it's natural sugar or if it's added sugar because we don't want to worry about the natural sugars but mm -hmm. we do kind of want to watch the added sugars exactly um and, you know a lot of times when you think of what added sugars appear in they're foods that aren't overly right they're, they're not really dense. yeah they're not like your whole foods and fruits exactly and vegetables exactly and like but they do sometimes appear in, in foods um you know that we would certainly recommend right. so i think that's where that's that fine line right. it's just kind of like overall like yeah kind of just being aware of it to Catherine's point the thing that that i think of first would be yogurt yeah. agree with 100%. the added sugar and because it is so tricky yogurt of course 
you know, this might be news to, to you as the listener, yogurt does contain naturally occurring sugar right. because it's a dairy it's product. It's a dairy product, yeah. You know, but those added sugars kind of are totaled up in that overall sugar right. line on the, the label. So it can be very confusing. So I think, uh, you know, I really applaud manufacturers who've kind of jumped ahead. Mm-hmm. They recognize it's a, it's a need, so they do list that now even before they are required to. So it does make it that much easier to, to shop. And even I think us as dietitians, we agree it's tricky. It is. You know, really when you're trying to make a good choice, it can be hard to define and figure out, well, how much is this and what what would that amount kind of um yeah. a, you know occur as. Yeah, exactly um so kind of yes yeah, side side note on that side note. <laughs> <laughs> so um some overall goals i think would be um and this again i think really applies to when you're choosing like a nutrition bar or something that's like a grab and go kind of solution uh, aiming for a, a minimum of five to ten grams of protein of course there would be some that might be higher um at least three grams of fiber so again you have that great combination that duo that really does help to fill your belly keep you full because you don't want to eat a snack and then feel hungry an hour later so again that combination digests slowly it, it kind of gives your body time to you know just feel full mm-hmm. and, and process and then ultimately you feel full longer so you do eat less kind of by the end of the day there um, and then you know less than five grams of added sugar again this is easy to figure out if you do see that on the label, the label yeah. and it can be a little bit trickier to figure out if it's not something that's clearly defined um, and I think here what we really want to stress is this is just a starting point and kind of like a, a loose guideline. So snacks are going to fall without kind of outside of these ranges, I should say. Um, you know, so it's just a, a, I think a lot of people like a little bit of a guideline, just like a yeah. parameter to look for. Yes. Um, you know, so don't get caught caught up too much on these numbers. And yeah. and really, we're going to dive into just a few uh, of our favorite snacks in just a moment. But it's really about focusing on foods that have the protein and fiber that fit into these guidelines. And then, you know, really relying on wholesome, like whole foods as often as possible because that's where you get the biggest benefit of those nutrients, yeah, exactly. of those whole grains, protein, and, yeah. and so forth. So what are some great favorite snacks you have, Okay, Catherine? so we have three of our favorite snacks, and this is literally um, the snack I ate yesterday in the afternoon. So I had a pear and then <coughs> a serving of just some lightly salted um, and roasted almonds. So again, the almonds, so nuts in general, are going to give you that protein. Um, fiber is going to come from the pear, the fruit. So that snack had seven grams of protein and seven grams of fiber. So very filling. Um, Another option would be some whole wheat crackers. Again, look for whole grains on the ingredient list. Um, And a couple tablespoons of hummus, six grams of protein, five grams of fiber. So both of those, the whole grains and the beans from the hummus, give you both protein and fiber. Um, Another favorite of mine, I love string cheese, and I totally pull it apart like a little kid, too, and eat it that way. But there's like a method to that, you know, <laughs> right? madness, know. right? You know, if you slow yourself down, yeah. I, I actually kind of just like bite it like uh, I'm eating like a candy no, bar I totally or something, eat it and like then a I'm like, kid. it's gone in, you know, 30 seconds. <laughs> okay, so if you have two um, pieces of string cheese, a cup of strawberries, there you're getting 13 grams of protein and three grams of fiber. And all of those snacks have no added sugar because, mm-hmm. again, we're picking more whole foods, um, less of the, you know, super processed foods. I hate that word, really. But what do you think about it? Yeah. Um, so all those are really good examples. Do you? So do you have any other ideas or? Oh my gosh, yeah. So I mean, first I think these are all great solutions, and I think something else just to comment on is the calorie count. So people do mm. kind of again want a little bit of a calorie guideline. So I think like these are all right within that sweet spot of like somewhere right around 200 calories. You know, and assuming you're getting that fiber and protein, that's like a really yeah. great solution right there. So I think those are all great. Yeah, so and all I, those snacks were between 200 and 250 calories. Right. Right. And I love too that those are a 
combination of like a sweet and savory. Right. So you have like the sweet pear with the the, the almonds and so forth. Um, so I think those are really good options. And I think one other thing to note is that these required a little bit of planning, right? You yes. don't just magically have the pear on your desk and the almonds in your desk drawer. So, uh, you know, we'll talk uh, about that in just a moment as well. But it's, uh, the planning aspect, just like when we talked about meal planning, right. you have to plan to succeed. Yeah, and plan snacks as well. As well. Um, so, yeah, some of my other favorites would definitely include a yogurt parfait. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, kind of layering whatever your favorite kind of yogurt might be. I personally usually choose like a vanilla Greek mm-hmm. yogurt. Um, I also do love a little bit of crunch, of course. Yeah. So, you know, some, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of granola or nuts or, um, you know, something crunchy on top of there and then some fruit. Uh, roasted chickpeas, which, you know, there's a couple packaged brands throughout, mm-hmm. you know, the supermarket that I've kind of attempted to include in my snacks. And one flavor in particular is like a ranch flavor. Oh, they yeah. are so yummy. So I it's a good, like, like salty, the, like savory combination. I like the barbecue. Oh, yeah. Barbecue flavored chickpeas. Yeah. And, you know, we'll even post actually a recipe for roasted chickpeas within our Facebook group as well because they are so easy to make. You don't have to buy the package varieties and then you can really adjust the seasonings to your preference. Um, you know, and some of the things I think just along the lines of snacking, something that I've done, like now we're kind of going to the fall, so meal structure is a little bit different in my house, but over the summer, snack meals kind of became a thing for my family and I, and I sometimes do this with my daughter. If she's probably not going to eat what I'm cooking for my husband and I, and, and, you know, she might need something a little bit different, but really just kind of building on those snack um, recommendations of the protein, the fiber, Fiber, kind of capping the added sugars, you can create a snack meal solution really easily. So, for example, for um, you know an adult, it might be the whole grain crackers, the hummus, a couple grape tomatoes, mm-hmm. and maybe some pistachios or something right. like that. Um, like a snack platter, even for I do kids. that all the time. Like yeah. I do that with hummus, and I put like some cheese on there, some veggies, and some crackers, and like exactly that's my meal. And there's a lot of color there. There's a lot of texture. Mm-hmm. Um, so those those kind of suggestions. Again, we'll post some some different ideas in our Facebook group as though as well because I know we have some of those kind of stored in our archives. And then for kids, for example, maybe it's just a little bit of like roasted turkey, some avocado, again, a little bit of air pop popcorn, which is a whole grain, and, and maybe some grapes. It's kind of a good balance. Yeah. But um, yeah, snack meals are a lot of fun. We, we may have to do a full episode on we snack, might, meals. Oh, snack meals. <laughs> I'm kind of hungry right now. I know, I know. <laughs> I think one more thing to note, too, is just the mindfulness of the size of the snack. So it's, again, kind of keeping, if you want, like a loose, like kind of calorie guideline in mind, having something small until you're satisfied and really to kind of eat away from a distraction. So, I mean, that can be easier said than done, though, right? Um, So trying to focus just on the snack versus engaging on your phone or on your computer or wherever, you know, kind of focusing on, on being mindful. Yeah, it's really easy to kind of keep snacking, especially when you're distracted. So, um and, and that kind of leads to us not really paying attention to how much we're eating. Um, so just a couple of things to help you avoid that mindless munching. So one would be um, trying not to eat while you're distracted. I mean, I am totally guilty of this in front of the TV or the computer. Like, you know, it's just it just happens. Um, another thing to do is ask yourself if you're really hungry or if you're eating for another reason. You know, what what is that? Um, and another thing too, and this I feel like is a really good one. So like out of sight, out of mind, or if you keep the healthy snacks like on the counter or right in the front of your refrigerator or pantry, um, make those the most convenient option. So you reach for those first. I, I definitely agree. And you know, honestly, I even find that for myself. So if I've cut up some vegetables, for example, mm-hmm. and I have them right there in the fridge, uh, you know, or something that's like ready to grab it and eat, you know, even if I just put them out like on the table, 
people will eat them, right. yourself included. Because so they're right if, there. You know, if you're kind of coming home after work, you're cooking, you know, maybe it's going to be a little while until dinner. You want your family, they're hungry. Maybe the kids just got home from practice. You need something to fill the bellies. You know, maybe put out a little bit of a, a platter there with, again, some of the vegetables, mm-hmm. the hummus and cheese. They'll eat it. If yes. you put it in front of them, yes, they will they eat will. it. they um, will. And there's even some research about about that. And, and also them pairing vegetables with some kind of dip. You know, of course, we all love to dip, right? Right. So even if it's some ranch dressing or guacamole or salsa, you know, just kind of get those things front and center to Catherine's point and make them available and convenient. That really does the trick. Um, You know, of course, not eating straight out of the package. You'll end up eating more and then just really enjoying and savoring your food because it satisfies your hunger. So I think this is a great term, sensory specific satiety. Mm -hmm. I love this. I know. Um, So the first bite always tastes the best, which I think is such an interesting concept. So if you think of eating a really indulgent, you know, dessert or maybe one of your favorite foods Mm -hmm. that you've really been looking forward to, you take that first bite and you're like, gosh, this is just the most amazing thing, the flavor, the texture, the whole experience, you know, then maybe a few bites in, you're like, you know, I'm, I'm probably satisfied right. and I could like, yes. you know, push it to the side. Um, so I think that the point is just really taking your time and savoring that that flavor and the texture and again, the whole experience. Yeah, can totally really agree. Difference. Yeah. Um, so and I think one thing too, would he even be here, just don't let yourself get to the point of feeling hangry. Because oh, I know yeah. for me, if I've not had a snack and then I go home hungry, dinner's probably in an hour, you know, then I really, that's when I dive into the tortilla chips yeah, and like yeah, all yeah. the snacks. And then I'm like, oh gosh, I don't even really need to eat dinner now because I just really overdone. Right. <laughs> Sometimes I'll eat a snack like right before I leave work to go home because I know that that's what's going to happen. Yes, exactly. And so it's kind of you know, knowing your own behaviors and yeah. you know how you can kind of adapt um, you know what we, your scenario is exactly, and what your snacking exactly. style is yeah. and so forth. Oh, I like yeah. that snacking style. <laughs> so Beth, what's our takeaway tip for this week? Oh gosh, it's almost hard to pare it down because I think we've covered a lot of really great strategies and so forth but you know a big one would definitely be to plan and prepare nutritious snacks for the week ahead. Um, you know, again, just like you would for your meals if you right. set yourself up for success you know that will definitely help to repay you uh, in the in the long run so even if it's just keeping maybe a bag of you know almonds or some of these granola bars or something in your desk drawer even that for, is a great step in the right direction so aligning with our, our kind of three recommendations here pumping of the protein fueling up and filling up with fiber and then just being mindful of those added sugars um, and above all making sure that snacks are something that you enjoy really all foods uh, all foods can fit into a healthy lifestyle right. which I love this because it kind of brings it back full circle to our very first episode where we talked in depth about our five to thrive kind of philosophy um, so if you haven't listened to episode one definitely go back and check that out yeah, I think it's my favorite um, it's been very impactful we've gotten some really great feedback on that one and I, we do both love kind of that concept so go back to that and thinking about how foods fit and mm-hmm. just the overall approach approach, um, you know, it, it kind of really fits within the Yeah, because when it comes down to it, well. you need to enjoy what you're eating. Right. Because what's know? the point? Yeah. What's the point? Exactly. <laughs> That's a good way to end it. Well, so I think it's something, I've, I've read this and just seen this elsewhere. So no matter how nutritious a food, for one, if it doesn't get eaten, what's the point? So if you right. fill your fridge with kale, uh, but then you throw it away at the end of the week, <laughs> again, what's the point? So if you know you don't like something, kind of steer clear and enjoy foods that you, you know, would, would prefer to eat yeah. versus those that you would not. Good point. Good point. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Um, you can get in touch with us by joining the Wise Dietitians Facebook group. Simply search for Wise Healthy Bites on Facebook, or you can email us at wisedietitians at wisemarkets.com. 
The information shared in this podcast is intended for education only and is not intended to be a substitute for a medical diagnosis or treatment. The Wise Markets Healthy Bites podcast is owned and distributed by Wise Markets and Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation. Any rebroadcast or other use of this podcast without the express written consent of Wise Markets and Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation is strictly prohibited. Please click subscribe so you won't miss a single episode.